Welcome to the Idea Fit Pro Show with your host, Sandy Todd Webster. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Idea Fit Pro Show. This is Sandy Webster, Ideas Editor in Chief, and your regular host for the podcast. Today on the guest mic, we have the multi talented Kia Williams, the 2022 Idea Fitness Instructor of the Year, hosting Kimberly Spreen Glick. Kimberly has been a fitness industry leader for over 30 years, presenting workshops on fitness, yoga, wellness, leadership, and personal growth at conferences around the world. She was the group fitness director for Lifetime Fitness for over 10 years and was the 2015 IDEA Program Director of the Year. In 2017, she stepped away from her corporate role and created the Inspired Life University to expand the healthy living conversation from physical fitness to holistic well-being. Listening to this conversation launched me into a super positive direction today, and I hope it will inspire you as well. Let's dive in to learn more about Kimberly's global mission to help fitness professionals elevate their careers and become wellness leaders so they can live their best lives while being the difference makers they came here to be. Hello and welcome to the Idea Fit Pro Show. My name is Kia Williams and I'm your guest host for today's episode. On today's episode, we have the absolute pleasure of sitting with, listening to the most magnificent Kimberly Spring, who has just so much information to share from her experience, wild adventures throughout the fitness industry. So Kimberly, without further ado, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Kia, so much. It's incredible to get to be with you today. So thank you for the invitation. Thank you for accepting Kimberly, reintroduce us to you. Many of us listeners and followers, we've been following your career, taking sessions with you at various conferences. You've had DVDs, maybe even VHS tapes. <laughs> we don't talk about that, Kia. We don't no, talk no, about that. No, 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 with all due respect, okay? I get it, I know. <laughs> but reintroduce us to you, or if anyone's new to Idea Fit Pro Show, introduce yourself. Hey, well, goodness, I'm going to try to nutshell this. Um, my, I'm Kimberly Spreen Glick, and I uh, just celebrated 30 years this year in the industry. So clearly I started when I was seven. Um, and you have to applaud an industry that will let someone start at such a young age. Yes. So it's it's really cool to be in this space with you all. <laughs> totally kidding. I actually uh, became a personal trainer when I was 19. And I started out as a personal trainer because although I had fallen in love with jazzercise, when I attempted to become a jazzercise instructor, the instructor that I went to to ask to be my mentor uh, told me I didn't have what it takes to be an instructor. So I shied away from instructing at first and thought, well, you know what? I feel like this industry fitness has made a difference in my life. I still want to be in this industry. So I got certified as a trainer and still took classes morning and night. Back then, Kia, it was aerobics. So I was taking aerobics morning and night with my scrunchies and my my bright colored spandex. Yep. And uh, then on a Friday night, I got a call from the aerobics coordinator, Lori, and she asked if I could jump in the next morning and teach. And I said, no, mm -mm, sorry, I can't. And uh, she said, well, why not? You take the 9 a.m. high-low class every Saturday or you're not going tomorrow. And I'm like, oh no, I'm going, I'll be there. I just can't teach it. And she's like, well, why not? You're a trainer. I see you in classes every day. Just go in, grab a cassette tape 
yes, a cassette tape, put it in and just do what you've seen Jackie do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, Larry. I would love to help you. I'm a people pleaser, but I don't have what it takes to be an instructor. And as soon as I said that, Kia, I I realized that those weren't my words. Those were the words that jazzercise instructor said to me. And I knew I had to make a choice. I could either take a leap of faith and follow my heart or continue to live the life that someone else kind of spoke upon me. And so I decided to take the leap of faith, petrified. I taught the class the next morning. It eventually became my class, started teaching more and more. At one point was teaching easily 15, 20 classes around the DC area where I grew up, still personal training. And so fast forward, I then began with an amazing company in 1999. Um, Sometimes I still like to party like it's that year. And uh, it's a company called Lifetime. The Healthy Way of Life company started there as a personal trainer and teaching group fitness, Uh, quickly got into regional training, um, group fitness management, and then uh, opening clubs, moved down to Dallas from Ohio, where I was at the time with them, where I started and helped open some clubs there. And then I stepped into a program development role in 2005 and then quickly into a director role. So I spent 12 years as a director of group fitness for Lifetime. Stepped out of that role in 2017 because my son started school and that role required a lot of travel, which he was able to do with me from age five weeks until starting school. And then I just had to make another choice. It was either stay in this corporate role and have my son look back and realize I was gone all the time or working all the time or step out of the corporate role and the long hours and the heavy travel and be the mom I wanted to be and build something else. So I created the Inspired Life University, and um, that's what I've been focused on since then, building that so that I could still be of service to our industry and the fitness professionals that I've been blessed to to serve through our conferences and continuing education for almost 20 years now, um, but do it through my own platform online. So here I am. And here you are, here you've arrived. As, a side, as an aside, shout out to Lori for really seeing something in you and believing you. I think and Lori was just desperate. <laughs> <laughs> to even help recalibrate of, yes, you can, yes, you will, is what she said, basically. <laughs> and the rest is history. Look how happy you are. Thanks, Lori. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm happy with you that we have so many commonalities in what you just shared and so many of our viewers and listeners, Idea Fit Pro members actually have shared very similar journeys. One being that of jazzercise. <laughs> many of us have experienced jazzercise, but you started in on your most recent focus, your own enterprise, your own business. You want to expand upon that. Let us know more about what your passions, career passions are within those focuses. Yeah, so I... I originally called the platform the Make a Difference Academy. So some of you out there may have initially done some workshops or or trainings with me under that umbrella. And but my company has always been the Inspired Life. And I thought they had to be separate, where the Inspired Life was more about continuing to help enthusiasts live their best lives. And then Make a Difference Academy was focused on professionals, you know, being stronger leaders and, and living in the fullness of who they are, doing what they do, uplifting others. And then um, it was just within the last couple of years, I started to bring the two together because it really is about all of us learning. You know, life is a collaborative experience. We're all in this together. So all of us learning together to be able to live our best lives, what I call the inspired life, where we live from the inside out. 
And then as leaders, we get to help what we would consider enthusiasts, you know, in the fitness industry, we have the fitness professionals and the fitness enthusiasts. So those enthusiasts who are out there trying to live their best lives, we can play a role in supporting them and doing that as well. So the Inspired Life University really started out as continuing education courses, workshops, uh, trainings to be able to offer CECs, but also professional development for fitness professionals, trainers, group fitness instructors, yoga teachers. And um, it's expanded a bit to where I do offer some workshops and courses um, that are, are just about general well-being. But really what the focus is for those of us that have been neck deep in fitness our whole lives is understanding that we can redefine what fitness is and we can redefine the role that we play in this industry. And we live in an industry, we've been brought up in an industry that has been predominantly focused on the physical, the physical body. You know, and I started as a trainer and maybe you all as well, we kind of learned the triad where if you can master exercise, good nutrition and good rest, you're going to live a healthy way of life. That's that's the healthy way of life triad, right? But I think especially since the pandemic, we have absolutely gotten a crash course on the fact that we are more than our bodies. Mental health is absolutely critical to living our best lives. And if we can start to approach um, who we are and how we show up and what we offer to our community, um, expanding it from fitness to wellness. So not shifting from one thing to a different thing, not, not changing topics, but actually expanding. So we already have the foundation being physical fitness, but then expanding to other areas of well-being to take a more holistic approach. So that's my primary focus through the Inspired Life University is helping predominantly fitness professionals expand their perspective and their career path to be able to become wellness leaders. Very good. Thank you for, for sharing all of that with us. And I would agree with you. Um, as of late, recent years, we've been having way deeper and more critical conversations and critical thinking about the person as a whole, a more holistic approach, not just to ourselves as the service providers, but those who are engaging with us, we take it beyond just an exchange of commerce. And it just seems that you are doing just a deep dive and truly understanding the humanistic experience so that we have more longevity, not just in the activities, but in our careers. Is that a fair assumption to make? Absolutely. And in our lives, you know, our lives. I really started doing a deep dive in roughly earlier dabbling. But in 2006, I dove deep into just studying um, personal development, positive psychology, the study of happiness. There's mm -hmm. a lot of research out there just around our life experience and, and looking at us as, as you said, as as whole beings, not just physical bodies. So it's it's powerful stuff. And I want to make a correction to myself, not that we just recently started having created critical thinking and conversations. It's just more open, more honest, more yeah. raw, which is really exciting and juicy at times, too. But leaning into social and digital technology in which we don't have to wait and sit on uh, the information that we want to share, for example, as fitness service providers, 
In the past, we would have to wait for each conference to come around to each city or state, and then we divulge and share. But now that many professionals are online, it's every morning you wake up, there's a new message, there's a new conversation to have. And that feels, that seems that it equates to more progress within the fitness industry. Would you agree or disagree? I would absolutely agree. I think that the, the more we have accessibility, the more we have the opportunity to have more conversation, the more conversation we have, the more varied the conversation is naturally going to become. So we can go deeper. And then when, when things happen, like this global pause that we all experience together, the pandemic, we then get to, to gather as a community and make the realization that our the community we serve, so we as a community, the fitness leaders, wellness leaders, we get together and realize that the greater community, the greater world, guess what? They need us to show up differently now. And we get to consciously choose whether or not we're going to do that. And those are the conversations we need to be having now. Right, exactly. And that was a question that I had for you, but you just answered. We just saw difference in needs of the people that we serve. And so that's why we've seen Lots of changes, evolutions within the delivery of products that we have in the fitness industry, maybe even sort sort of more specific type trainings, training not just for weight loss or appearance, but for a feel good feeling for mental health It's way less taboo. It seems to talk about these things, things that we kept behind closed doors or, oh, you don't talk about that in public. But I really appreciate how how your community is steered towards supporting those conversations. No one has to hide in secrecy. There's no taboo. There are no hush words. It's, if this is the humanistic experience and it's affecting how you engage, period, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. We have to realize that, you know, like I said earlier, we're all in this together. It's a shared experience. Mm-hmm. And so for us to think that we have to, you know, mind our scope, mm-hmm. you know, we always talk about scope of practice, right? And while there are some areas that we don't want to delve into without the proper training, we can go so far beyond leading a workout. And, and guess what? You know, those of you who are out there, fitness professionals, whether you're teaching classes or training clients, you're already having conversations about more than the workout, likely. Um, chances are just not getting paid as a coach to do so. <laughs> so this is about being able to step in to this gap we have as leaders to uplift the community in a different way. Absolutely. So yeah, let's let's continue to dive deeper into the scope. And um, re- let's talk about your business accomplishment with your, your most recent endeavors. And no, we're not talking about, you know, numbers and finances, things like that. I want to go deep because I'm looking you in the eye right now. I can see that you are digging deep and I'm out. Let's go there. Let's go there, Kimberly. But I tell you, what's what's been one personal business accomplishment that you did not expect with working with a brand new group of people, people coming to you refreshed and restored? So one of the the greatest um, happy surprises, other than the fact that I was able to figure out technology, okay, that was, because I got to tell you, the whole kind of uh, critic's voice when I first decided to go into the online space, the whole, you don't know online, you don't know technology, you can't figure this out. I got news for you. Not that I didn't make mistakes along the way. That's why it's important. We got to rise and shine. Um, but I promise you all out there, if you've been thinking about expanding 
your ability to um, reach people, to deepen your impact and maybe step into the online world. If I can figure out technology, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but if I can do it, I promise you, we can do it together. Like you, you can figure this out. So that was a big surprise, but really the happy surprise for me was how, um, how widespread we're able to get in the online space. So I'm used to, and for about 20 years have, have traveled all over, you know, the U S and the world, um, blessed, absolutely blessed to get to deliver, uh, continuing education through workshops, training certifications at conferences. Mm -hmm. And you get to be with the group of people at those conferences that have the ability to geographically be where the conference is at the time the conference is happening. And so, although it is amazing and it's always wonderful and nothing is better than coming together in person. I am a hugger. I mean, I, I, I think for this year's conferences, now that we're second year back in person, I'm going to get that free hugs t-shirt that you see on, on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> because I started every session with, you know, by the way, if anyone needs a hug, like, I think it's okay now. I'm your girl. Like, just come get me. Because um, I don't want to invade pe people's personal space. They might not be ready, but I want them to know I'm okay with my personal space being invaded by a hug. Um, so being in person is the gold standard. You know, it just doesn't get better than that. However, it does limit us. It limits us in, in the sense that, again, the only people that can come together in that space are the people who are available at that time and can get to where you are geographically. Mm -hmm. So the happy surprise for me in stepping into this online space is showing up for one of my Zoom meetings and realizing that there are people here from California and Chicago and New York and Florida and Kentucky and New Jersey and Texas and Washington and Canada and London. And it just, it, it will never cease to amaze me. You know, as much as we think of technology as potentially being a hindrance, I don't see it that way. I, I've worked with a lot of fitness pros that have hesitated going into the online space because they're like, oh, it's a screen. The screen is an obstacle. And I'm like, no, that screen is your portal for connection. And if we can see technology and, you know, the ability like, like Kia, you and I are, are having a conversation right now, and we're having this opportunity to create this service for those of you out there who will be ultimately watching this or listening to this, um, we have an opportunity to create connections that go far beyond what we've ever been able to do for before. And I, and I'm so, so thrilled about that. And I feel so blessed by it. It is a blessing. And it's amazing um, just how far we've taken it and just even considering how far it can go, you know, once upon a time, it was just turn on the tube, the TV and sit in front of the in front of a box for previously recorded episodes. Now we're seeing things take place live, not just on TVs, but in, in the palms of our hands. We're all walking around with computers in our back pockets. So there are just so many opportunities to be connected. And as you said, to be more accessible, not just to be more accessible, but also engage and access points. It's an amazing thing. We should Probably use it for the good, yes. But a moment of of pop, pop recent pop culture. There's this very popular uh, series that's going on. It's called Wednesday from Wednesday Adams. You know the Adams family. Yeah, did you see it? Everybody. Yeah, it feels like you're left behind if you haven't seen it. So I had to binge watch very recently because I can't let the people on the internet tell me that I'm behind. <laughs> 
I can't let people on the internet tell me that I'm behind on anything. But your your free hug shirt made me think of that, that moment in pop culture um, where Wednesday Adams gets a hug. And for the first time, she actually receives the hug and even Ooh. embraces and gives it back. That's where we are with the free hugs. Once upon a time, I thought I wasn't a hugger, but it was more so because I was working out in sweaty spaces. Why are we sharing sweat? sweat? But I cannot wait, Kimberly, to get back into a space in which, listen, if you want to give me a hug, I receive it. All right. Maybe I should get the shirt, too, just so you know you're invited to embrace. Yeah, yeah. such a good time. But what's a valuable lesson in, in business or rather in your entire career that you learned that maybe you wish you had that moment of, oh, I wish I could have shared this with whomever that's in my uh, aspiring group right now? If I could give two. Sure. Detail and one, I'll just throw it out there. The first one is falling is not failing. We all make mistakes in our personal lives, in our professional lives. And and if you're going to step into the world of trying to start your own platform, your own business, your own own coaching business, your own um, online space, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall. And so often when we fall, we feel like, I failed. And and the the problem with that is then we take that experience and it's not about the mistake. It's not about the falling. It's not about the disappointment. It's about what we determine those circumstances say about who we are. And if I could embrace every leader out there who is trying to make a difference in this world and just say, it's okay to fall. Like it's okay to fall. It's when we learn the most. We know that it's not when things are going perfectly as we planned that we learn the most. We learn the most when we fall. You just got to get up, dust yourself off, learn the lessons along the way and begin again. You've got to keep going, get up and begin again as many times as you need to, to be able to continue to make a difference in the world and continue to become more of who you are, which is what you're here to do, whether you may realize that or not. And so I love that the Zen proverb, Fall down seven times, get up eight, you win. So fall down as many times, fall down a hundred times, get up 101, you win. So that's one. Your your falls do not define you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're not a failure on any level. You know, choices that we make and projects we may take on, those projects might fail, but that's okay. That doesn't mean we failed. I'm not a failure just because that choice I made or that project I took on or that launch I tried or that workshop I tried didn't succeed. Um, I get to choose how I'm going to define that circumstance and, and choose to not have it define me. And instead say, that's a lesson learned. I'm going to pick myself up and keep moving. I'm going to begin again. So that's a big one. And then the second one is because I know a lot of you out there have been in the industry for a very long time, like I have, and we were very blessed. We found early on an industry that we fell in love with and are still at it. And sometimes over the course of time, we can feel, you know, especially as our bodies start feeling maybe a bit worn down or maybe through injuries, you know, we can't do 20 classes of burpees a week and train clients morning till night every day. And so we might have a tendency to feel like our um, relevance is fading a bit. And I promise you, if you've been around for a while, if you're new to the industry, great. Thank you. Welcome. You've got 
such an amazing industry to explore and opportunities to make a difference in people's lives. But if you've been in the industry for a while, please stay the course if you're still passionate about it, because it is your experience, whether it's 10, 20, 30, 40 years, that gives you the most valuable wisdom you can bring to the table and begin to serve people in a new way. So if you have a dream to do that, what I need you to know is that dreams do not have expiration dates nor do we. So keep following your heart and stay the course so you can be the difference maker you came here to be till till it's all over, till the end, all the way. Right, until the wheels fall off. That's how we're rising. Yeah. (laughs) Falling is not failing. Get back up, restart, start anew, start refreshed. Something beautiful in that. All right, Kimberly, so, so many questions that I have. But I want to hear more from you. Let me dive in even deeper. We keep going deeper, deeper. We did. But Kimberly, what's one question you wish we'd ask you? Oh, goodness. That's a good one. Um, hmm. You know, one thing that I always love to ask when I'm in, in your position, Kia, is what's your why? Okay. So I'd say, if you were to have asked me, what's my why? That would be a great conversation to always have. And for me, I think we can have multiple whys. And I think it's really important that we understand what our why is for doing what we do. And you can have a professional why, you can have a personal why. And so I have a couple whys for um, stepping into this online space, creating the Inspired Life University, continuing to be in this industry and try to the best of my ability to be of service to others. Um, professionally, it's because it brings me immeasurable joy to uplift other leaders, to help them stand more confidently in their own light, to make a difference in other people's lives. That, that makes me jump out of bed every morning to do whatever I need to do to keep the ball moving forward. Um, so that is absolutely my why when one of my, the coaches in my community, one of the leaders has a success, um, has a win, like I'm feeling it, I think in, in as big of a celebratory way as they are, because it brings me so much joy to see, um, my community and our greater community thrive huge. Why? And then on a personal level, a lot of people ask me why I stepped out of the corporate role and into this online space. That was a pretty scary thing to do because I had the, the big job. I was a senior director of group fitness, yoga, and indoor cycle for a lifetime, an amazing company. And still to this day, an amazing company. I still teach for a lifetime and have for 23 years now. It's an amazing organization. Um, but why did I step out of the corporate role with my three weeks paid vacation and my 401k and my executive stock plan and all that stuff? I mean, that was that was security at its finest and in a role in our industry that people dream about having. And it was a dream for 12 years. Um, and I struggled with it for about a year and a half when I started feeling the call to do something different, to be able to, to kind of reach outside of lifetime to make a bigger impact on our community, on our industry. I struggled with it because I thought the responsible thing to do is to stay in my corporate role and, you know, continue to earn the steady paycheck and the benefits and so on and so forth. But then I asked myself a question. My son, being five years old at the time, 
if he fast forward 30, 40 years from now were to come to me and say, mom, I have this thing that I want to go do. It's in my heart. Like it's this desire. And, and I really believe it could serve the world. I believe it can make a positive impact. But I also have this really secure job, which I would need to walk away from if I really want to put it all into this desire to make a difference in the world. What should I do? Should I stay in the safe place or should I go for my dream? And once I asked myself that question, I realized I had a whole nother why for doing what I did. And that was to be able to show my son that following your heart in this life is always the most important thing to be heart centered and soul led as we live this life and walk this path is the greatest gift I think we can give to ourselves, but also the greatest gift that we can give to anyone whose path we cross. That's beautiful. What's your why? I'm glad, I'm glad you shared that with us. You know, and a question, I know this is not about me, but a question that I sometimes am fearful to verbally ask myself, but also answer. But the point you just made of looking back at your many accomplishments, your career, but understanding who is most important to you, it sounds like your son, um, but looking back, that's one question that has, I wanna say haunted me, asking myself, what did you miss? What did I miss, you know? Not just in in materials and processes. Okay, what's one thing that I missed? Oh, I should have done that. I forgot that on my to-do list, but in life. Because um, some of us, some of us who we've uh, had conversations with in our network, we're so career-driven, career-focused. We're service people. We serve others. We get so proud when our clients and our, our team members have their successes, their wins. But is that, take a deep dive, is that living through someone else's lens? Yeah, that that was a theme that we started this episode with, with the first question you answered. Um, Who am I? When it's all said and done, yes, I checked everything off of my list. So this is to our viewers and listeners, to our IDEA members. Ask yourself in this moment, what did you miss? And no, it's not something to go back in time to, to finish. No, I'm not talking about sending email out before nighttime. Maybe what is the moment you forgot to truly live in? Yeah. What was maybe a missed experience that should have been a heartfelt thing? Yeah. We're talking to the heart. So Kimberly, last question. What did you miss? Mm -hmm. I think for many years, when I was in both my management role and in the corporate space, I was so focused on being of service that I missed looking inward, taking the inward journey. And it wasn't until I started doing that because I I, I wanted to be of service. So all of my energy was put outward for for the best of intentions. Um, much like many of you out there, uh, we want to show up for others. And in doing so, I, I over and over again would drain myself. And so what I missed for many years was that self-love and self-care that what I then ultimately realized was going to be my fuel 
to be able to show up in a bigger way for others, to be able to have more bandwidth, to be of service. It's this interesting thing. You know, it's so cliche. We've heard it a million times. There's a reason they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first, right? It's because unless you take care of yourself, there's there's nothing left to give for others. And so for many years, I was so focused on giving. And then I'd wonder why I would, I mean, this is, this is the service model. Give, 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 crash, give, 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 crash, give, 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 crash. We got to break that mold. Right. And if I could share a quick story I have, because I can, I can, I can share it in someone else's words better than I can my own. And some of you out there, if you've done my, my workshops or, or heard me speak before, you've probably heard this story. So it's okay because you can hear it again. It's worth it because I can't talk about it enough. But I think it was in 2006, I went to a conference in Chicago, Kia in Chicago, where you're at, called Celebrate Your Life. And so it was the first time I'd gone to a conference that wasn't fitness or yoga. It was a continuing education conference focused on personal development and spirituality. And there were many authors there like um, Marianne Williamson and um, Wayne Dyer and uh, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote The Four Agreements. And um, and there was um, Ayanla Vansant was there. So for those of you out there who don't know who Ayanla Vansant is, Ayanla was um, Oprah's spiritual coach. That's how she first kind of kind of came to to being well-known across the world. In fact, there was a time Oprah had like a Dr. Phil day, a Dr. Oz day, and then like the Ayanla day. They had a little bit of a falling out, but they're okay now. Um, She was speaking and she spoke for an hour. And for the first half of the hour, she spoke about how we are here to be of service. That's that, you know, we are as humans, we are hardware for connection. We are here to lift each other up every day. You should wake up and say, dear God, dear universe, whatever vernacular you use, how may I be of service? How may I uplift others? And so for half an hour straight, she just continued to hone in on this point. And I'm like giving her so many mental and emotional high fives because I'm like, yes, I'm getting all the validation I need to be living the life that I've been living. And yet in, in my gut, I was like, but something doesn't feel right. Like what I don't understand is if I'm living my intentional life based on being of service, being a servant leader, it's what I want to do. It's how I want to show up. Why am I so damn tired? And I struggled with that. And right as I was feeling that to the point, it was starting to distract me. She says, but don't get me wrong. And then there's this dramatic pause. You could have heard a pin drop. I'm like scooting to the edge of my seat. And I'm like, what else is there? Like you just validated my whole like life purpose. And like, we can be done here. And I'm like, what do you mean? Don't get me wrong. After the dramatic pause, she said words that I often joke that I consider getting tattooed somewhere on my body. So I would never forget, but luckily I'm afraid of needles. So I just typed it up and put it on the wall. Um, but she said after, don't get me wrong. May my cup runneth over so that I may give freely and be of service to others. Yes. But what's in the cup is mine. Don't you touch it. The entire second half of the hour, she dove into the need for self-care and how important it is that if you do want to be of service to others, that you take the time and put forth the energy to fill your own cup, fill it constantly, consistently, daily, if not um, at least a few times a week to where your cup is overflowing. And then when you're giving and you're in service, your cup doesn't run empty. You don't um, burn out because you're giving from the excess. You're consistently filling yourself up. 
Once I learn that, may my cup runneth over so I may give freely and be in service to others, but what's in the cup is mine. Don't you touch it. That changed the game for me because I have not been burned out. I have not been overly fatigued or overwhelmed. I've been overwhelmed at times, but I haven't gotten burned out since I started putting that into practice. And when my son was born, like he knows, you know, when when mama needs to meditate, you need to go find something else to do for 20 minutes. She'll be back. You know, it's like mama's cup. Don't mama. mama, Yeah. Don't touch it. Don't touch what's in mama's cup. Mama's got to protect the cup. So, um, as you all are asking yourselves, you know, what did I miss? And and could this be something that could be on your radar for how you've been living your life over the last many years where you've been in service, been in service, but found yourself tired, worn out, burned out? How can you fill your cup? How can you make yourself enough of a priority? Because I have to tell you, if you really want to be in service to others, if you really want to be the difference maker you came here to be, you will make it a priority to, to fill your cup. You will make it a priority to take care of yourself and realize that that's how you show up as your best self with the greatest amount of energy. You have to be the protector of your own time and energy. You have to, it's no one else's job. No one else is supposed to do it for you. And no one else is going to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself, protect your time and energy, fill your cup, and you will be able to show up for others in ways you never thought possible. Yeah. And pursuing those attributes, those learning lessons, there may even come a time that we dare to ask ourselves, what did I miss? And we can smile and say nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Kimberly, thank you so much for spending your time with us here. It's just my heart's so full, but that's just what you do. That's what your career (laughs) mission has become is that we fill each other's hearts up. We fill each other's cups so much that they runneth over. Yeah. Are we allowed to stay in contact with you, Kimberly? Yes, please. Have so couple of ways. Uh, so my website, of course, is the Inspired Life University. You can find out all the goings on there. I am on the Book of Face and the Gram of Insta, uh, Kimberly Spreen Glick. It's a weird long name, but you remember the candy spree? Yes. So like think of the candy and put an N on the end, Spreen, and then Glick, G-L-I-C-K. So it's long, but you'll find me. And, uh, and then on Facebook, we actually have a free group for um, heart-centered leaders. It's called the Difference Makers Tribe. So if you go on Facebook and look for the Difference Makers Tribe, you'll uh, just ask to join and it's a free community where we can come together. And I I throw in a Monday weekly message and um, we stay in contact there. So thank you. And thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Idea Fit Pro Show. We'll see you soon. Hi, team. I hope you enjoyed Kia's interview with Kimberly Spreen Glick. If you did, I invite you to check out our 70 plus banked episodes of this podcast. We've covered a wide array of topics with some of the industry's top minds and talents. So there's sure to be something that suits your areas of interest. This is Sandy Webster signing off. I hope you have a wonderful week. And as ever, thank you for all you do to make the world a healthier, happier place. Please reach out to me or the content team at content at ideafit.com if we can help you with anything. The IdeaFit Pro Show is part of the IdeaFit Podcasting Network. Many thanks to our engineer and editor, Mike Hilding, copyright 2023. 
All rights reserved. Reproduction without permission is strictly prohibited.